Hey everybody, welcome to Soulster. Grab yourself a cup of coffee, your favorite pen and journal, and let's get ready to dive in deep. All right, you ready? Let's go. Hey you guys, it's Kelly. Welcome to Soulster. Hey, I'm so glad you joined me. I grab a cup of coffee, grab your topo. I'm having a coffee this afternoon. Uh, it's the week after Valentine's Day. I've been all sugared up. I've had enough chocolate to last me, oh, I don't know, the rest of 2022, but I'm so glad you're here. Uh, we are talking about Soulster, which is founded on three words, community, identity, and encounter. So it is my hope, my desire that you live out the rest of your days uh, fully knowing your identity in Christ from an encounter with Jesus that only his presence, his love, his words to you could change you in such a way that you walk boldly in the kingdom identity you were given since birth, friend, since before you were born. For he knew you when he knit you together in your mother's womb and that you live boldly, courageously, shining so bright, girl, uh, in community with others. That is different, set apart from, right? Because you, my dear, are his beloved. You're his favorite and he delights in you. Hey, so last time we were talking about three words I was given from God, uh, kind of in the new year. Uh, we're talking about connection. We're talking about completion. We're talking about his presence. And so I don't know about you guys, but um, I love feeling connected to other people. Uh, I don't know how many of you listening, uh, maybe back in your day, were a cheerleader or you have the gift of encouragement. I was a cheerleader. And honestly, it was a cheerleader who kind of always made fun of cheerleading, if that's not a little ironic. But I loved it all the same. I loved the tumbling and loved the cheering and the camaraderie. Um, but didn't like the whole Betty Bowhead uh, typical thing from the 80s, 90s that was portrayed maybe on the movies. Uh, and like people were snotty. I'd like to think that the girls I hung out with, we were all friends. And uh, I don't think we were snotty. Anyway, I can't stand snottiness. So if that's you, uh, can I just say with love, hey, friend, we all get dressed the same way every day. And I believe anyway in the kingdom world that none of us um, are looked upon differently in the eyes of Jesus, but he loves us all equally. And he, he loves us all so much that we're all his favorite. So anyway, all to say, uh, but I love connection. I love connecting with people and I love dreaming and I love being able to see things. Have you ever ran like any of you long distance runners versus a sprinter? Um, let's just take that. Like I'm kind of jumping around. I've got coffee and it's the afternoon, but like thinking about a race, right? Like, so you got your long marathon runners, any of you out there props to you, girlfriend, that's a big commitment. It takes time. Uh, you get to carb load, which I think would be super fun. If I carb load, I go right to sleep. Um, so those who are chuckling at that know they're the same. Like if I have pasta, then I'm going to need a bed probably within 30 minutes to an hour of said meal because I'm going to sleep or bread. And if you're like me, you love bread and cheese. So you got to kind of watch yourself on that one. Yeah. Anyway, so if you're a distance runner, like you run the marathons, I'm jealous because you get to carb, carb load before your race, right? And you still look good, right? Like, I mean, because you run, because you're disciplined, because you condition yourself for the run right and then there's the sprinters and the sprinters condition in a different way I don't think they get to carb load because you'd have to really work out a whole lot to burn off all the carbs but um, sprinters also condition for their race but it is short and sweet so either one of those runners 
um, they see things to completion, but like a sprinter, the race is like, you know, 30 seconds. If you're like a hundred meter dash person, 30 seconds, you are done. Every, you're done way before them. But I'm just saying, if you're mean, you're a white girl and you're untrained, 30 seconds, you're done. All right. Anyway. So, um, what am I getting at? What I'm getting at is they see it into completion, but they also train themselves and there are steps they take along the way. Whether you're long distance, short distance, there's different training, right? Because it's two different callings, it's two different passions, but they get up and they train and they're consistent in that. And when they do the little things, they get to see the end, they get to see the race, they get to see the goal to completion. So for me, getting that word of completion, um, can I just say I'm a good starter and I love to dream and I love to float balloons. And if this is your first time, I've said this repeatedly. So, um, if you think of me and my brain, you should think of the up movie. And if you don't know what that is, Google it. Um, but all the balloons around the house and then it goes flying and then there's Kevin and there's the kid and there's the old man. They're on this little adventure and things take turns, all different ways. That's me brain. So in a brain like that. And a seven on an Enneagram who loves to have fun uh, with an eight wing where you're like, hey, if the fun didn't go my way, things could go very wrong very quickly. Um, can I just say that um, completion sometimes is hard for me. So I can dream big. Um, and then there's this work that's involved. And I can get super involved, but also wearing so many different hats like mom, spouse, daughter, caregiver, cheerleader, uh, friend, employee, like all the different things makes it hard for me to finish anything. So I'm a really good starter. And then because of my balloon popping, I tend to spur off into so many different lanes. Uh, and then I forget the things to be completed. And there are some things I've just been contending for and warring for, uh, and words that I've been holding on to, like prophetic words from the Lord for years, like since we're talking about 2008, uh, that I believe the Lord is speaking into those things too in the word of completion and saying, I will see like the wait in the completion. Um, the waiting period will be over. A door will open. There is a new season on the horizon. The things you've been battling for, uh, you're going to get to see it into completion, right? The dreams you've had. If you're doing the steps, you're going to get to see those in completion. So all that to say, all these words, like big girl words, Right. Um, for 2022, I was thinking about those things and just thinking about um, like the running and the training, like that's been me with writing a book. It's been me with some other dreams and how am I ever going to see these things who went into fruition? Well, if you're like me, you want to just keep um, floating the balloons and having fun and cheerleading other people on while you kind of focus on those things. Um, but the set aside season, like you're like, no, thank you to being set aside, right? Because you don't want to miss anything. Because you want to have fun, right? Like, you want to chase the ball like a Labrador. Like, I want the ball, I want the ball, I want the ball, I want the ball. Give me the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball, right? And then that owner finally throws it and they run. And then it's like, hey, are we doing that again, right? Because that was fun. Or, hey, squirrel, there's a bird. And then they're off and they're running. So that's me, squirrel chaser, balloon floater. Um, hard to get much done all the way. I have a lot of little projects in my life that I'm like, oh, yeah. What about that one? So, sister... If you're one of those people and you're like, hey, I can look around and kind of see that too, girl. Got some phases in my life. And it's just like that. Can I challenge you in 2022 um, to sit with the Lord 
and see what he's saying to you about completion. And not that it's bad. I used to think, oh, God's like a scalding thing, like I'm being scalded. No, no, girl. He wants to help you walk, walk the big dream home. He wants to, he wants to help you. He's calling you out of the ship, so to speak. Um, remember when Peter walked on water? Um, so I love Peter because he was bold. And I think Peter was kind of a squirrel chaser. I think Peter just kind of got after it and was like, me first, fellas. Like, I'm not going to miss a thing, right? Uh, adventure and balloon floating. And so Peter, like, there's a storm, right? And God is Jesus walking on the water, right? And Peter is cool until he takes his eyes off of Jesus. And the other dudes are like, what in the whole wide world do you think you're doing? Like, just imagine if you're one of the others in the boat, right? And this guy's like, it's the Lord. He's calling. There's a storm, but I believe, and I'm getting out. I'm going to do it, right? And the other guys are like, what in the whole wide world are you doing? But he does it, right? He does it anyway. Like, we're all kind of familiar with the story. But when he looks away, he sinks. But then when he looks to him, he's back up and he's doing it again, right? So same thing, walking things into completion. Same thing when you're trying to connect with people, same to the thing, community and living differently, right? You've got to get out of the boat. So if we're going to get out of the boat, we can dream big. We can dream big and we can accept prophetic words all day long and we can say thank you to them. But there are some things that the Lord is going to call us to do. And I believe in this season that he is calling me as well as you if you're listening. This is your call. Hello. I'm calling you. We have to get out of the boat. So you got to sit still. You got to sit still in his presence. You got to sit still with the one who loves you the most and say, what is it, Lord, that you have for me? What is it that you want me to do? Which one of these things? Or, hey, Jesus, thank you for the word, like the affirming word. Thank you for the dream. Thank you uh, for the job position, the whatever. But then ask him, how is it that you can set your position apart in and that way for the kingdom? Or what is the thing that's tugging at your heart the most, sis, that you're like, I really, this is the thing. Okay, then you have to remember that you are loved and you are treasured, that you are good enough, that you are a fighter, and that he wants you to get out of the boat and walk on the water with him. And as you walk, and as you declare, and as you believe uh, in the dream, in the word, you're going to get to see it into completion. So I've got a couple of scripture, and then I got a little story, and then we'll wrap it up, okay? So... Um, the last time, if you'll remember in Romans 12, I was in there, um, uh, Romans 12 message version, cause I'm in the message version for this season of life, um, nine and 10. And I read it and it was like, love from the center of who you are. Don't fake it. Run for dear life from evil. Hold on for dear life to good. Be good friends who love deeply and practice playing second fiddle. Totally out of the American Western culture wheelhouse, right? But then if we go on to chapter 13, because I'm reading through it, right? It says, love other people as well as you do yourself. You can't go wrong when you love others first. Man, you can't go wrong when you love others first. Then 14 talks about cultivating good relationships. We get into um, chapter 14, talking about how to cultivate a good relationship. It is welcoming with open arms fellow believers who don't See things the way you do. Don't jump all over them every time they do or say something that you don't agree with, even when it seems that they are strong on opinions but weak in the faith. Remember, they have their own history to deal with. Treat them gently. 
Okay. Can we be gentle? Can we agree to disagree? Can we sit back and realize that some people come from a different background? Can we love others before we love ourselves? And when we do those things and we set aside our differences, right? And we don't condescend and we don't criticize, right? Um, Then we can bow before him together and we can hold hands and we can stand connected arm in arm and we can get out of the boat and walk on the water together looking different, right? Yes, looking different. So um, what I'm trying to say in that is cultivate a good relationship. Be to others what you would want them to be to you, right? Love others first. So get behind their dream. You want your dream to come into completion and you want your your thing, your word um, to shine bright kind of in your world, right? You got to get behind somebody else too or bring others with you in the dream. You know, like Peter on the boat and the water, he got out, right? But how many were in the boat? Let's just say there are 12, right? Because there are 12 disciples. Let's say there were no stragglers. It was just the 12. One got out of the boat. There's 11 still in the boat. When they saw the one on the water, and they're like, this is freaking amazing, right? Do you think some of them were like, shoot, I wish I would have got out of the boat with? I mean, I would. I'd be like, me, me, I want to go, I'm going to go. So there's some of you that are like, man, I would be the one in the boat going, if he made it, then I could make it, right? Kind of like a Doubting Thomas thing, like, I got to see it first to believe it or to want to be a part of it. Yeah. So we got that going on. Okay, now. Uh, We're leaving Romans, leaving, going to Ephesians 3 and 4, love, 3 and 4. So 20 and 21 says, God can do anything, you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us, his spirit deeply and gently within us. And then that's, that's 3, 20 and 21, right? Then you go on into four and we're maturing in that. We're maturing in the word. We're maturing in walking uh, with Christ. We're maturing in our gifts that he gives. And he gives us all different gifts, right? And we're walking that out with humility and discipline. That's the whole walking, the training, be it a sprint or a marathon, because we're each given different gifts, right? Um, And we are walking those out to travel on the same road and in the same direction, To stay together outwardly and inwardly, right? Listening to Jesus. But it doesn't mean that we all look and speak and act the same, right? So we're all given different gifts. And we don't envy the other's gift. And we don't envy the other's race. And we don't envy the other's dream. And we don't envy where they're going. In fact, we get to embrace it. And we get to come alongside them. And we get to nourish, help them nourish it. And we get to help it grow up in robust love, right? We get to be cheerleaders to one another. And when we do that, when we do that, then our wildest dreams, I believe, come true. So as far as the coming into completion, like I have gotten over the last, uh, since October, 
um, walk out some really crazy dream stuff, uh, and then got to bring some girlfriends alongside, which I'm going to introduce to you guys next week. And the crazy thing is we're getting to do even more of the dreams and more of the stuff's unfolding. And you all get an opportunity later in the year of being part of the dream and the bigger picture. And there's so much other things that come from that completion, not only for me, but in the discussions found out that some of the friends had dreams and hopes and desires. And from my asking them to be a part of my dream and trying to see it into completion, realizing that I couldn't do anything by myself and Scripture talks about Jesus sending people out in twos, right? Two by two, right? Um, that together, right? Identity encounter community. Hello, loving others more than we love ourselves. Loving others the way we want people to love us. Going and shining brightly in such a way that God, knowing God can do anything, right? Far more than I could ever dream or imagine. And just being fully present to say yes have the boldness to go and share with the friends, to be vulnerable, to go wherever God asks, faith that the friends would embrace it and trust God to provide not only for me and my dream, but for them and theirs. And we all walk in community into completion, into the things that make our hearts go thumpity thump thump. Uh, and the neat thing about it is that we all, because we love Jesus, are getting to experience his presence in every one of our um, walks of lives in new ways. And we're getting to share that together. And we're getting to help each other be accountable. And we're dreaming even bigger dreams together. And that's called community. And it's called connection. And our connection with God and his presence and the hunger for the more of him are becoming stronger and stronger every step we take, encouraging one another, walking in discipline and humility. Come on. Get excited for that. So in the middle of the storm, when God calls you out of the boat, whether it's for a sprint training or a marathon training, I'm kind of hoping you get the marathon because you get the carbs and the goodies, right? The breads, the stuff, nothing against you sprinters. But whether it's a short run or a long run, right? Whether it's a short wait or a long wait and the road seems like, Shoot a fat monkey, I can't make that. And there are hills and valleys and all the things in between, and I'm afraid of heights and you name it. God, I can't do it. You gotta know that you won't be overwhelmed because he will be there and he is where your help come from. He he is where your strength will come from. But ask him who gets to come alongside you on the journey. Who else needs to grow? Who else needs to walk something into completion? Who else needs his presence? Who else needs connection? And look those words up, lady. I've been sitting on them. But man, when we get, when we're not afraid to get out of the boat, right? When we're willing to get out of the boat, even in the middle of the storm, man, we get to go and fish in crazy places that everybody else would say, you can't fish there. And we get to say... I think not like hold on friend because this is a super big adventure and it's something that no one else could dream or imagine for you but but the one who created it all but the one that created and spoke the world into being it's got this crazy little colorful map 
that he's calling you out into because he wants you, you to run that race, that sprint or that marathon. He wants you to be connected to the people uh, that he's set apart, that he's, he's staging for you to connect with along the way, be it short or long. Uh, and he wants to, to ooze, to embrace, to envelop you in the middle of his presence. So this is your moment, girlfriend. This is the year. This is the season. Do not let uh, the things of this world hold you back and don't be distracted. Instead, um, eyes forward, right? Uh, even eyes shut with your journal and the scripture in front of you in place of music, whatever it is you need to do. If you need to go outside and just listen to the breeze and let the sun fall on your face and, and sit still for a moment and ask him, ask him what he's calling you to do. And I just pray that you have the boldness to go wherever he asks. And you can just tell him, hey, God, I am praying for an extra measure of boldness to go wherever you ask and the faith to trust you to provide all along the way. And I am saying yes before you ask to a crazy adventure full of connection, full of your presence. And I want to see it all the way into completion. And hey, God, I know that your plans are far greater than mine. And I thank you for the gifts that you have given each person listening. And I cannot wait to hear, to see, um, yeah, the finish line for each one of my friends, right? For each one of my sisters. Hey, if you're listening to this today, can I just say, um, I feel like someone needs to hear that um, you're not too far gone. And that hope is never lost. And um, don't let go. Don't let go of your dream. Don't let go of your dream. Just ask God who it is. I really feel this, who you're supposed to be grabbing to walk alongside you in the journey and in the training ground. Um, because the race is going to be amazing. And when you finish the finish line, when you cross it, and it's, it's complete and there's a new season, it's going to be so super sweet for you. Just don't let go. Remember, you are loved and you are treasured. I love you and Jesus loves you even more. Hey, thanks for joining me today, Soulster. Uh, you can check us out on the Facebook page, Kelly Falconberry Facebook page, and ask to join the Soulster group. We have some new things up and coming. We're starting with some uh, weekly lives. Uh, we're going to have some Zoom opportunities up and coming. And next week, there are a couple of guests. And we are rolling into a season of a guest with us here on the podcast and uh, start to look for the announcements of a YouTube uh, group forming too, where you could see us kind of in the person on the screen. All right, you guys, thanks for joining me today. Uh, I love you. Jesus loves you more. Until next time, Solster. Ciao. Hey, thanks for joining us today for this episode of Soulster. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you can catch each new episode every week. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.